What's going on, moms and dads? Welcome to the Fade You Podcast. This is episode 146, coming to you on Thursday, September 15th, 2022. On this episode, we are looking ahead to week two. We are recording just prior to the Chiefs-Chargers kickoff, so we'll see what happens in that AFC West battle. But we're going to look ahead to the rest of the slate, talk about leans we have going into week two of the Westgate Super contest. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Fade You Sports. Get on our YouTube, our TikTok on there as well. We appreciate all your guys' support and for listening and hearing what we have to say in this uh, this wacky, crazy NFL season. This shit's tough, but we're going to do our best. My name is Matthew James, joined on the pod by Chris Duke. He is at HazmatSuit23 on Twitter, and he is awaiting his MRI results. Dad, how's the old uh, Achilles feeling? Good enough for me to have this table back here. I'm going to Buffalo Bill that motherfucker later. Yeah, I think the results are good. Nah, ready, baby. I'm hoping it's not too bad. Get a boot on it. Hobble around the Fresno uh, USC game with you guys. Have some beers. And uh, have a great weekend. It'll be a wonderful time for the dads of the Coliseum on Saturday. Speaking of which, we got Kmart here. Kmart's underscore angles on Twitter. Our resident USC homer. Kyle, you can go get fucked on Saturday for all I care. Well, if, if they lose, I'll want to get fucked because <laughs> I'll be pretty pissed. But, I mean, I, I I have Fresno State plus 13, so, I mean, it's somewhat of a win-win, you know, either way. But, yeah, no, either, either way, it's going to be fun with you guys. I'm really looking forward to just, you know, smashing as many beers as possible. Beautiful. We're also just so thrilled tonight to be joined. He's on the road. He's working his ass off. Not really. He's just going to get drunk at all these different bars. He is Joe underscore knows underscore 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 on Twitter. He's still in Chicago for one more day. Joe, how's it going out there in the Midwest? You miss California yet? Uh, oh, fuck, man. It's It's been a long few days. I've been in the Midwest since Saturday. been in four different cities and five different or three different hotels. It's been an absolute nightmare. But, yeah, I am working my ass off, but I'm also getting drunk. Like, those things can happen simultaneously which they are love to see it uh i mean it's a must for for a trip back there in the windy city so we uh we can't wait to have joe back he'll be back in california tomorrow just in time to go watch the bulldogs and the trojans on saturday but we're not talking about college football right now we're talking about the nfl we're talking about week two last week was a very successful week for most of the dads last week in the super contest Yours truly, four and one. Chris Duke, four and one. Chris and the Freck. Joe and Jared, four and one, working together. Kmart, Neil, two and three. That's what you get for submitting Thursday, Kmart. You learn your lesson. You stayed away from this one? Yeah, learned my lesson. I mean, the Rams was definitely on me, but I still had a good Sunday going three and oh. So I don't. I said it last year. Contest is for fun. I, if we do well, we do well. If not, Whatever. Contest is not for fun. It's for winners and it's losers. And last year we were a bunch of losers. So this year someone's finishing in the money. Joe, you finished best last year and tied for first this week. So you get to go first, Dad. What are you looking at for week two? 
No, yeah, I appreciate it. And dude, I'm just kind of I, I, I'm upset I wasn't on the other pod to say, to because you know four and one could have easily been five and zero, oh, like we like you said on the other pod. The Raiders just two point conversion for away from five and zero, oh. but yeah. So this week we've only locked in one, which is a little concerning because this week is fucking weird with all these huge spreads. But we are gonna go. Our only lock is Denver minus ten. We're gonna lay the points with that. Or is it in is it in the Super Contest? Is it nine and a half or is it ten? It's 10. 10. Yeah. Doesn't matter. We're still going to do it. Um, I think it's a big bounce back game. Everybody saw Russell Wilson look like shit on Monday Night Football. Fucking, they, they couldn't stop Seattle. So, I mean, why can't Houston come into Denver and beat them, right, and cover, or cover that spread? So, uh, I think Houston's going to be a square dog come game time. 56% of bets, 71% of money on Houston plus 10. Uh, also, we got to can't forget Denver on Monday night. Two turnovers going into score. How often does that happen? That takes 14 points right off the board, changes the outcome completely. Um, and they played in a tough environment on Monday night. So they'll be back in the confines, mile high. Houston going there. I think that's uh, an advantage, Broncos. And I think they're going to cover the spread here. So uh, hopefully they can win by plus. Chris, are you looking at. Are you looking the other way at all? I mean, this is this is poop. Texans. Joe is right. It seems like a lot of people are going to take the points. People don't want to lay a huge number in week two on a team that just lost on Monday Night Football to a team that's supposed to be bad. Are you considering Texans at all in yours? I'm not. Uh, I know we talked about it uh, the other night, how <clears throat> Broncos early on in the year in September at home have, have been really good against the spread. Um, it's just two fluke games. Like nobody expected the Texans to do what they did. Nobody expected the Broncos or the Broncos to play as shitty as they did and do it. Like Joe said, those two turnovers inside the one is that the first time it's happened in like 20 something years. So um, yeah, I, I'm probably a stay away. I know I lean Denver, but it's hard because I, I do want to play one of these big faves. I just don't know if it'll be Denver. So uh, not sure. And don't get me wrong, I fucking despise laying 10 points. But if you're going to do it, do it against the fucking Houston Texans at, on the road. I think that's a logical time to do it. And I just keep hoping people are hammering Texans throughout the week. And uh, that what you just saw, right? That's how you win. <laughs> yeah, not so much. The only <laughs> other thing that I would add is that You've got to be a little concerned with Houston. Really, there's four teams that played deep into, if not all of overtime last week in week one. And Houston is one of those teams, and they're going on the road to mile high, which, like you guys have mentioned, is uh, not an easy place to go and play early in the season when you're still kind of getting your, your legs under you, your conditioning back. So you've got to wonder about a team that played all of overtime, now going on the road play in altitude so i don't hate that pick at all i think that might be in multiple entries i know that's what i'm considering as well another one i'm considering uh we'll move on i'm gonna go ahead and steal this one from you kmar and you can kind of add your two cents i'm liking my Jameis winston led new orleans saints they have had a ton of success definitely in the last couple of years against Brady and the Bucks, and people might be saying, but, but it's a new coach and that doesn't count. Well, 
the defensive coordinator from the last couple of years is now the head coach. So you know that they've got some kind of defensive game plan that works against Tampa Bay for whatever reason. That's not the only reason. The Bucks injury report, especially on offense, is very concerning. Uh, they had multiple wide receivers not practice yesterday or today, including Julio Jones and Mike Evans. So the injury report, maybe cluster injuries at wide receiver, the Saints track record against the Bucks. Saints at home. We love home division dogs early in the season. I think New Orleans is probably going to be in my entry. Yeah, no, I mean, I I think that's my best bet too. Just as Joe said, that what you just saw. I, th- I think if you actually look at how the Bucks played, they didn't really play very well. Bunch of injuries. I've had this week two matchup circled for probably about a month now. So I'm not I'm not deviating. Uh, definitely not going to overreact to you know what the Saints look like. You know whether they're overlooking or whatnot. I got them at plus three yesterday. I'll still take them two and a half in the contest. Not too worried about it because I think they win this thing outright. I would also add that I think for people who are listening and not in the contest and wanting action on this, the Saints are a great teaser leg, I think. Total's 44, so it's not like it's a sky-high total. Tease the Saints up through the three, through the seven. Uh, I think that's a, a great way to play this one, too. Yeah, I like it too, Matt. Um, I like it. I don't love it. I'll probably have to sell a little bit to Jared or see what he has. Um, but yeah, most of the bets are on the Bucks right now, of course, as, as you would think. But there's a lot more money on the Saints, so you got to think that the Whales are probably looking at the Saints here. Um, and yeah, I think I, I I like it. I don't love it, like I said. Um, I and what people like, dude. Um, the Bucks scored 19 points on Sunday Night Football, like. Or 19 points, you got to think that the fight in Jameis Winston's can get, you know, 17 to cover that spread, right? I think anytime you have a team that kind of dominated on Sunday night when everyone was watching in one of those primetime island games, you got to look for an inflated spread. And I don't know that two and a half is an inflated spread. I think this number is about right, but I think this is one that the Saints. Uh, the Saints have definitely owned this matchup. They've done very well against NFC South opponents against the spread the last couple of years. So uh, I will hop aboard the Jameis coaster and I will put my hands up and, and have a swell time. Is this with that the, one on Sunday? This is the den play of the weekend, right? We got to think he's going to, there's no way he's not on Tampa. What do you think, Chris? On Sunday night, or, uh, yeah, I think that was in his original five that he sent, right? Bucks, yeah. So uh, that's probably going to be there, and uh, I don't uh, I know why he wouldn't live short road fave like that, especially if he sees that under the three, free money, right? Oh yeah. All right, Chris, you're up next. What are you guys looking at? Let's let Neil go next. Oh, he doesn't even know. He has no idea. Chris is just trying to figure out how to get Amazon Prime, everybody. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll go. I just don't want this fucking noise. I don't know why my phone connects to this bullshit and uh, <clears throat> someone's sending a chug in our fantasy idiot fuck. But uh, I guess I'll go with the uh, – I think Riley and I will probably – one of the ones he first texted was the Patriots. Um, a little bit of RLM. I, I heard something like 60 or 70%. 
of the tickets or more are on the, the Steelers, yet the line keeps going towards the Patriots up from one and a half to two to two and a half. So uh, I think that's our stinky play. Uh, there's a good angle for week two when week one teams get blown out uh, by more than 20 like the Patriots did to take them, especially when it's a smelly line like this. So Patriots will be in there. I'm pretty sure maybe. <clears throat> Am I wrong, or did the Patriots lose by fourteen? Yeah, but I mean, they they had a couple mis couple miscues, a lot of miscues. Wasn't it like twenty three seven or something like that? Wasn't it? You said you said twenty, Chris. If they get blown out by twenty, they lost by they lost twenty to seven. Oh, I thought I saw twenty three to seven. Okay, it's it's two touchdowns or more. Still I think not, I heard not twenty. Applebaum say something about get like the. I think it's two scores or more, but uh, that's what he said. I went off his. Fucking data, fuck him. <laughs> Dick line, dude. Just looking at that, like, what do you think the public's thinking? Looking at that, <clears throat> that Bill Belichick is just that, and I, the fucking Steelers are an abomination, or what? I mean, it, it's it's just fun. Like, I don't. So far, all three of you, like, if there were three games I was going to talk about, it was going to be probably those. Um, I mean, Saints, then I was telling Matt, you know, Broncos, and then I'm sitting here thinking, of, like, well, I guess I can touch on on the Patriots, and it's it's more of the same kind of trends. Just I'm sorry, Dad. Do we give, actually, us a, give us a new one. We're ready for your – Well, I'm going to let Neil go, but I just want to touch on yours. You know, just – I would probably be inclined to bet the Steelers here if T.J. Watt didn't tear his tit. Like, I just – I'd – I'd have to, but I, they were up, I think, 17 to three when that injury happened. And the Bengals were able to come back and probably should have won that game, not once, but twice. So I, I think, I think their defense goes a lot with him because obviously he's a force. So to me, it's, it's Patriots. You know, I think they have a lot more to lose. You know, they, they don't want to start 0 2, yada, yada, yada. But, Neil, take it away. What's, uh, what are you on? So we'll see how controversial this comes in, but because I think I shocked Kyle a little bit earlier. I think my best bet of the weekend, I'm going to take the New York football giants laying two at home. I, it's a little anti. It's uh, Chris is saying it's smelly. I get that it's a little smelly. So if you remember, we go back and I think Chris and Matt, we did the pot. We did a pod at the beginning of the season. Now, it didn't turn out the way I wanted. We looked to sort of like a week two look ahead. And my week two look ahead was if Baker beats Cleveland in that, you know, triumphant game for his career and then go, and I was hoping that the giants were going to get their ass kicked in week one. And I was going to love taking the giants. Well, the opposite happened in both situations. You had Carolina lose close and then you had the Giants sneak one out um there at the end by you know uh day ball going for it and um going for two i still like the spot i think right to look ahead i think this was closer to a pick em, and now i'm laying two but i think um you have the giants coming home there was you know just like you know this thing similar to the detroit game where you had a team that was sort of a preseason was looked at as a bounce back spot we've said the giants season win total line was smelly right how does a team that only you know won four games and looked horrible last year how were they you know tagged at seven you know seven and a half wins on the season 
I think this is a good, better spot. This isn't a fat and happy spot for the Giants. Like, they're coming together. Barkley looked great. Like, it's just going to be square and it's going to be smelly. But I think this is a, a spot for the Giants that they take care of business. It's two points, win by a field goal. Um, the, more I, the more and more I looked at this line, and I just – I loved it. By the way, Matt Rule, for what it's worth, he did you guys hear the stat? He's 0-8 in his last games, ATS. For good old Matt. That's because he had Cam Newton for a lot of those. Neil, it's not square though. It's not. I a love square. it. There you go. See, Kyle. Carolina's a square dog. Like so. I don't hate it. I was just shocked. <laughs> you were shocked. I get it. Wow, I get it. Square it, dog. Why Daniel Jones is a fucking killer at homeland points for sure. I mean, Neil, you kind of gave it away on Wednesday <laughs> when you said is he Danny Quarters now. So I know you got a little bit of a chub for this kid. <laughs> Which is fine, but it does. I think there yeah. was there was some crazy stat. Chris mentioned it. Like Danny Dimes has been a road hero covering. He has been awful at home. All right, so that does scare me, and it was something I considered. Um, Neil, last fi- back, last baby. fifteen. So last fifteen games, Giants is a favorite. What would you guess their ATS is in the last fifteen games? Five and ten. Yeah, something around there. Six and nine. Four, five and ten. ten and one. Oof, that was close. You were very close. Um, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, I, <laughs> so you're saying there's chance? I mean, if you're gonna, so is this gonna a stay? That, is this a stay away, Matt, or is this like you? For me, it are probably you com- is. Contemplate the other like, side or stay away. Well, here, what's what's the line if the Giants don't get the two point conversion and the Panthers don't get a fifty eight yard game winning field goal against them? If these records are flipped, what's the line? What was the look ahead? Pick. pick. It was pick. Neil was right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's only it's two points, so yeah. I mean, not a, right. And it's already come down to one and a half. Like I said, Carolina is getting a ton of money in bets. So, I think the line's being adjusted back down because of that. I don't think I, – I think if Carolina can – if it continues this way, Carolina's going to be a square dog. To answer, Neil, yes. In a game where it's Baker and Daniel laying points, yes, I'll stay away. <laughs> <laughs> but the poop king himself. Yeah, he'll lay points or he'll fucking catch points. Oh, yeah, you're, never mind, never mind. I was going to make a different point. Disregard. I mean, it's – no, it's a really interesting game to debate because it's like how am it's kind of like the Lions, right? How do I how do I feel good about laying the points with this team? But Dude, yeah, can you really can you feel good about betting the other team either? Like Carolina, I think is the worst ATS in the league past two. So you include last season the Panthers, and to Kyle's point, yes, they had Cam Newton, but. I think it's an indictment of this coach. Five and thirteen ATS last two seasons. Jesus Christ! It's going back to Baylor. Yeah, Detroit. First, first time. First coach fired. Yeah. Yeah, Detroit. First time they're favored in like twenty-five games. Let's out. um. Let's see. So we had Joe talk about the Broncos. I talked about Saints. Neil talked about Giants. Chris, you talked about Patriots. Patriots, Kmart. Did you want to add one more, or did we kind of steal all the ones that you were yeah, gonna? I mean, the only one I I did yesterday place a bet on the Cardinals plus six. So I am no way in hell gonna play this at plus five and a half in the contest, but at six, you know, I w- it was 
worth the risk. I like that key number for whatever reason, probably because Matt, when you and I had a chance to win this stupid contest a few years ago, we lost a lot of games on that six. Um, so I take that value, you know, a lot to heart nowadays, but Cardinals looked like shit against one of the best teams in the league for sure. Um, you can overreact to one, both, but I, I just don't think the Raiders, even at home, are six points better than the Cardinals. They just got to figure out how to, I think, play football without Hopkins. It seems, you know, at the end of last year, their playoff game without Hopkins, when it was his hamstring, they struggled. So I don't know if it's feeding Connor the ball. You know, they're going to have to find a way to get Hollywood Brown the ball more instead of always wanting to give give him the ball on deep routes. So someone's going to have to go over the middle. You know, someone's going to have to be that possession receiver, keep the drives alive. And if they can do that, I think they can cover. If they can't, Raiders probably win by 10. But I like the six, and that's pretty much why. Hey, Chris, five and a half. (laughs) Careful. Dead number, baby. Dead Dead number, right? Um, I actually don't hate that. And I mean, that's pretty, it's kind of gross because the Cardinals looked like they were one of the teams that looked the worst last week, probably played the chiefs for whatever reason, they play better on the road. They, they are shitty at home and cliffs road ATS is really good. It's like 70% under Kingsbury. There's 17, seven and one ATS on the road. And the Raiders, here's this, here's one for you. Raiders last ten as a favorite. How's one in nine ATS? <laughs> Fuck. Sounds like Neil's four ten and one is a lock. Dude, the what's this? I think this is the highest total of the week, other than this Thursday game we're about to watch. Fifty one and a half. So if you're gonna bet, you think there's gonna be a lot of scoring. I mean, that's prime for a favorite to cover, but I don't know. Yeah, the Raiders, I mean, it's like, do you trust – You know, we know the Cardinals were probably overrated going into the season. Do you trust the Raiders to cover this? And they have not done well as a favorite, as we just talked about. So, Kyle, I don't hate that one. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, yeah. to do it. kind of feels like I can't, but yeah. sometimes those are the best plays. Right, you're right. I mean, the, the best ones are probably the ones that scare you a little bit. You know, the ones that seem like a lock are the ones that – more times than not end up losing and you're, you're sitting there. How did it lose? Gross bets, gross profits. Well, yeah, true. Can we should talk about Dallas and Cincinnati. Can we do that? We'll talk we about touch on those. those. Perfect. Yeah. That's Cooper rush. Anyone did it to us a lot last year. Why not again? I mean, Cowboys a week ago were favored by two and a half. Now it's seven or more. So, I mean, that's, that's prime for our fade the injury narrative. I mean, we we've lost a lot not fading that narrative. I think you know I'm that a- leprechaun can get you one one cover. <clears throat> Dude, what what's fucked up? You say leprechaun first thing that comes to mind is Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. That's what I was thinking, and I had to correct myself real quick. I'm fucking me here, but I do. I think I like Dallas. The Bengals are going to be square as fuck. So. I mean, I don't know. Can Dallas pull their cocks out at home? 
I wouldn't be surprised if people are wanting to bet this game. I would not be surprised if it were if it somehow went to like nine. That well, could be teaser uh, protection for the books. But didn't this already, everyone's going to tease Cincy down? But this already jumped to nine earlier in the week, like right after it happened. I think on Monday it jumped to nine, and then has slowly been trickling back down. And I saw an eight, and now a seven and a half. Like I think it initially jumped seven to nine. Half. Yeah, so on the the 14th at 9 a.m., it was eight and a half. Okay. That's yesterday. What is it right now? Because what I don't get is if it's seven and a half right now, why in the fuck did the contest say, well, we'll not we'll fuck your hook. We're, we'll, go ahead, take the Bengals. We'll give you seven. We'll, we'll let you lay that touchdown and push. Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't know. I We have a buddy, you guys, Cox, your boy. Like I was texting him. He's got a good line on Cincy. Minus two and a half yeah. or three before the um, DAC news or summer. Maybe plus yeah, one. Now he's like plus two and a half. Back. Yeah, plus two and a half. And now he's like, the only way I lose is if the Cowboys went out right. <laughs> That's not going to happen though, right? <laughs> Simply no way, right, Chris? Um, it, it's interesting that the Westgate is the only book at seven. That's why it is for contest probably. Uh, circa, this is still seven and a half. South Point seven and a half, Caesar seven and a half, Winbet's at seven, DraftKings is at seven, but it's a little bit split. Yeah, that's I mean, the backup quarterback, right? Like, is it the narrative that teams can kind of rise up that that next week after losing their quarterback? And I don't know. Uh a couple other ones I think we could rapid fire real quick just to at least acknowledge. The Niners are down to eight and a half at most books. That could be because of potential weather in Northern California. The Niners might get rain again. Uh, that, that could happen. I, I won't affect them. Let's see. I think the only <laughs> other ones, I mean, Detroit is down to one and a half. That's pretty inconsequential. The Monday night game has been hit a little bit. I think Philly was two Monday nights. It's two, yeah. Which two, one? Two Monday nights, yeah. The Bills are still holding steady across ten or around ten. I mean, we can kind of wind down. Does everybody want to? Why don't we talk about the Sunday night game? Since that's going to be a, that's probably going to be a big decision for the books, right? Uh, you have Green Bay as a big favorite at home in a primetime game. Gosh, I wonder if that's ever happened before. Uh, and they're off of getting their ass kicked in week one, which is exactly what happened last year. Joe, are you seeing something similar with the dog in this one that, that we talked about with Denver? Do you see people actually taking the points with the Bears because, A, they won last week, and, B, the Packers look so shitty against Minnesota? Um, No, I mean, it's a little different. I mean, it's, it's similar but different because it's a division game. So yeah. – that's I think that's the big difference. If you look at Aaron Rodgers' ATS in division games, it's fucking ridiculous, and specifically against the Bears. Yeah, and that's the, after a it's loss, the I own you Bears. game. Exactly. We you look at last year, the fucking pack, like you said, Packers lost week one, beat the shit out of whoever they played in week two. So I, I think it's more of a bounce back week. Um, a lot of money are is coming on the Packers, and a lot of bets on the fucking uh, Bears. So. The public's looking, hey, Bears looked good. They beat the Niners. Green Bay looked like shit, so why don't we just take the Bears and the, the double-digit fucking dogs? So, I don't know, but it, maybe there'll be a square dog. I don't know. 
Chris, you see this being one that Team Fade Den is going to have to maybe say a, a Hail Mary at Our Father? Yeah, I don't think there's any chance. Um, old Benny's going to go take the Bears. Uh, he's stubborn. I mean, in his five, he's still on the Colts, even though, you know, they did what they did. He was at a you know, he just goes back to those teams he thinks. And we've seen it in years past with the Chiefs. Even though the Chiefs just fucked him week after week, he'd go, oh, it's going to regress, right? And, well, it's only four and a half at home. They got to win by five, right? So, yeah, I think uh, he'll be coming back on. And because this is what he does. So he faded Packers last week, right? And I did hear it It really did become Vikings ended up being a, a pros and Joe's side. And uh, that's just like we see that every once in a while that uh, when the pros and the Joes are on the same side, the books get killed, but he faded the Packers one money. Now he's going to like, he's going to go, okay, now I'll hop on them. Right. It's going to regress back. We'll see. I don't know if I'm touching this. I don't know about you guys yet. Like Joe said, I, I heard that it is kind of a public dog, but the Vegas always wants the dog because it's going to be in every fucking money line parlay. And probably, so they're going to want the bears to win out right anyways for a huge result. Like, the Seattle, you know, Seattle did on Monday night. So um, always side with the doggy there in prime time. All right. That's our week two look ahead in the books. We're going to probably try to come back Monday or uh, Sunday night, maybe after the Packers do whatever they want with the bears. And we'll recap week two, maybe look ahead to the Monday night game. So thanks everybody for checking out our week two preview. Good luck to all the dads in the super contest. Good luck to all the listeners with your bets. We hope you guys win some money and we'll see you after all this week two craziness. Is over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. This is fake.